Omega-3 fatty acids are known for the health beneficial effects, but which ones are the most effective and how much of them should we be consuming? I'm Anna Bonnell reporting for Nutra Ingredients and I'm joined by Professor Philip Calder, an expert in human nutrition. Would you say that marine fatty acids are more beneficial than other sources of omega-3? Yes, so people have been very interested in comparing plant-based, so terrestrial omega-3s with the marine-based. What's quite clear is that where marine omega-3 fatty acids are demonstrated to have effects, the plant-based fatty acids often don't have effects or have much weaker effects. One of the explanations has been that the plant omega-3 fatty acids themselves don't have much biological activity, but they need to be converted to EPA and then onto DHA to be effective. And that conversion in humans isn't very good. So I think where high doses of alpha-linolenic acid or stereodonic acid have been given, some benefits are seen as a result of conversion of those fatty acids to EPA. So I think there is a role for the plant fatty acids, but they're not as biologically active as the marine. And would you say that taking the supplementation and eating fish are equally beneficial? I think one element is the amount of omega-3s that can be consumed. And what's clear is that if you eat oily fish, you can actually take quite a high dose of omega-3s. That can often be difficult to be met through supplement. On the other hand, people can take a supplement every day and they may not want to eat oily fish every day. I think the other element is that when oily fish is about more than omega-3 fatty acids, so oily fish contain lots of other nutrients, selenium, iodine, good quality protein, um, some other compounds like taurine and so on. So fish as a vehicle delivers much more than an omega-3 supplement, I think. And then the other thing is when people eat fish, they're replacing something else in their diet, which is some other type of meat probably. So there can be a benefit from that. So I think overall, I would say it's better for people to eat oily fish very regularly than to use supplements. But if they're not eating oily fish, supplements are an important thing to consider. And how should the food industry now react to the findings on omega-3 benefits? I think it's very important for people to increase their marine omega-3 intake and incorporation of those fatty acids into other foods that don't normally contain them could be an interesting strategy. It's been tried to an extent, but maybe there needs to be more effort in that area. Um, there are problems with uh, stability of those fatty acids, for example, but they can be overcome with microencapsulation and other things. Calder added that we shouldn't worry about overdosing the omega-3 fatty acids. Well, I don't think anybody knows what the optimal intake is, really. Where governments or other bodies have made recommendations, they tend to be requiring at least several hundred milligrams per day. So in the UK, it's at least 450 milligrams per day. Now, the average person probably is consuming one-tenth of that amount. So there's even though that's a modest recommendation, there's a big gap between the reality and that recommendation. Um, I think, in fact, people need more than 450 milligrams per day. I think, you know, probably a gram a day is what people are going to need for um, cardiovascular protection anyway. It's very hard to um, have too much omega-3. The traditional Japanese diet provided large amounts, you know, 10 or more grams per day, 
the traditional Eskimo diet provided even more than that, but that's you know way beyond anything that we can consider. There are reported problems with excessive bleeding with extremely high intakes, but this is not relevant to the sort of intakes that we might be talking about. If you were to choose one fish that is the most beneficial, which one would it be? Mackerel.